Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 102 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our Season 1 commentary series uh, with Episode 120, Do No Harm. So we're uh, handily making our way through uh, through Season 1 here. We're almost done. We are. This is what I would call the home stretch. This is this is definitely the home stretch. I, uh, uh, I feel like we've hit the... Uh, the uh the plot points that carry us through. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely the beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but I don't know why you reacted that way. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um but uh I remember this being a pretty good episode. It's you know, I mean it's been so long since I've seen Do No Harm, uh as you know, with a lot of these season one episodes. But it's another big one in the in the uh in the journey of the Losties. Indeed. Uh this makes a, a, a big impression on all of them that they will soon forget. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Only to remember it in the last episode. Yes, yes, where all great memories resurface. <laughs> Um, yeah, I actually have a distinct memory of this episode from when we did our original uh season one retrospective. After oh, season nice. two, I remember mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going into this and thinking, yeah, this episode's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you then, watched it and, and realized you were correct. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it and, like, say it wasn't awesome, but I realized that it's, like, there's really not a lot of plot development, as I recall. Like, it's, you know, after Deus Ex Machina, which seemingly was a very significant episode in terms of the plot. Uh-huh. I mean, at the time, we thought that. And then the next one comes, and I really remembered it being, I don't know, I remember there being more plot, but, like, mostly it's a character episode. Mostly it's about, you know, the consequences of what happened in the previous episode. Yeah, 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 totally. So it's not... Like, it's mostly about, you know, Jack's struggles and, you know, and then there's some subplot that happens. Um, But uh, it's not, you know, like, I don't think, I don't think we learn anything new in this episode. I I could be wrong. I guess we're about to watch it. Well, we'll find find out. out, But but I'm pretty sure, like, um, there really isn't. And and I just remember being surprised about that because I remembered it being. I think I I just remember the fact that you know the episode had a lot of impact. Like it it you know, the, it's 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 the first time like spoiler alert uh you know one of the characters dies. Oh and, my God! Somebody's gonna die. Yes. Wow! And, I hope it's not. I hope it's not Boone. That's all <laughs> I gotta say. I just really hope it's not Boone. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Anyone but Boone. I don't want to destroy your hopes, but uh, Damn it. he doesn't seem like the most likely person to die. And I remember at the time, like, uh, I didn't think it was going to happen because of the whole Charlie thing. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like, I don't know if that was planned, but, like, going through that thing of, like, oh, man, he's so dead. And then Jack just, like, powers through, and he's like, no, 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 I can still save him. And then he does. Mm-hmm. It, it made me think in this episode when things look hopeless. No, no, no. Just let Jack do his thing. He'll save him. I know he can do it. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, of course he he doesn't. Well, Jack didn't know that this was a sacrifice the island demanded, <laughs> uh, regardless of his medical skills. <laughs> you mean Jack didn't know some bullshit that locks up later? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He didn't get the memo on that bullshit. 
I would, that'd be so great, right? If if Jack's in the middle trying to save Boone and somebody leans over and goes, Jack, you 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 know this this is a sacrifice the island is demanding, right? Like, and then Jack goes, Oh, okay, well I can stop now. I yeah. mean, that's a uh, medical school one oh one when island island sacrifice, you know, cannot be uh, remedied. So every document yeah, exactly. is that. There's no, there, yeah. What, he what am I gonna see, do? He, he thought his the problem was, you know, Boone's Boone's injuries. Right. But that wasn't the, you know, he was no. he was diagnosing the wrong problem. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's like the reverse of when they can't kill themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like no matter what he does, he'll he'll never save him. Yeah, because the writers won't let him. Because the writers won't let him. That's <laughs> that's the sad truth of it all. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh uh. Yeah, the, um, I I don't know. It's all it's all like in the caves, and I just I remember getting it. It's sort of I guess it plays out like a medical drama. Oh God! Well, <laughs> you don't have to insult the show that badly. Uh, no. Um, yeah, I, I think you're. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, yeah, like that's you know whenever I've you know I mean that's I feel like that's the thing that medical dramas thrive on, like this. You know, this life and death situation where, you know, you have the skills that potentially could save someone's life and, you know, it's this pressure race against time to, you know, carry yeah, because, out. Yeah, because Dr. McDreamy is still in the picture, but you don't know if you want to go talk to him or not. And, oh, is that what you mean? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's... You know, like all great medical shows, that's the base <laughs> drama, Life and Death and Dr. McDreamy. <laughs> There's and always a Dr. McDreamy. There always is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't and matter Jack what. Is, Jack is his own Dr. McDreamy in this. He is. He is. Yeah. I I mean, he's the only doctor around for a while, so he has to he has to fill every role. Well, uh, I do have to say uh, this will be, I believe, the introduction of Julie Bowen as Sarah. Oh, um, God, really? Yes. And I have to say, I really did not like Sarah as a character yeah. and, and, and sort of by relation the actress when I first saw Lost. Uh, but now I am a huge fan of Julie Bowen from, from watching uh, Modern Family, where she is uh, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, uh, so it'll be interesting to watch to to to, to watch uh, her playing Sarah. Now that I really like her as an actress, so yeah, I mean, it seems like she was an actress, like you know, bopping around TV shows. They, and... you know, yeah, and they didn't give her. I mean, what she's doing in Modern Family is totally different than what she has to do for Sarah, and I think that's the big difference. Is Sarah yeah. doesn't have really anything to do but but be a sore, you know, a a, a, a sour pill or whatever. But yeah, yeah, he's that's the <laughs> Yeah, she's just a source of uh, misery for Jack for the most part. So. Well, she is his wife. Ooh. Oh, oh. Sorry. Yeah. You know, but I. Yeah. Me. So part of it is just the writing, but it does seem like she had, you know, some sort of comedic ability that wasn't being exploited at all. Yeah. Because totally. the Sarah character has like zero sense of humor. <laughs> Don't you love me, Jack? I'm cheating on you. <laughs> Among other things she doesn't have. Yeah. Like an engaging personality. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Just, just, 
just Jack's type. <laughs> oh, oh. No sense of humor. <laughs> no engaging personality. Sorry, Kate. That's I know. I was going to say, sorry, Kate and Juliet. <laughs> and Juliet. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, I, uh, I actually didn't remember um, – that Sarah was introduced in this episode. I actually thought she came in season two. It's kind of interesting to look back at the sort of arc of the flashbacks because Mm -hmm. so far Jack flash, Jack's had two flashbacks so far besides like the pilot stuff. And they've both been about, you know, daddy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They've both been about daddy. (laughs) Like there's not been a word about his wife yet. In fact, I think at this stage in the show, we don't even know that... I don't think you know. I think that's part of the reveal, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's, that's something we learn uh, mm-hmm. gradually. It's weird to, like, go back to a time when you didn't even know he was married. And, like, yeah. so far they've set it up that, like, his only problem was, you know, this conflict with his dad and, you know, living up to his dad plus, like, betraying his dad and all that stuff. Yeah, and, you know, that's, I think that's another reason why Sarah never, or, you know, it's, it's hard to take her in as a character because she comes out of nowhere. It's not like this whole time Jack's been like, I got to get off of this beach and get back to, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously it's, you know, she's not in the picture anymore, so that's why, but, right. uh, but you, you don't get that sense that, um, you know, it, it just comes out of, the, out of left field that it, you know, it's a reveal, you know. It does, but, like, it becomes the focus of Jack's flashbacks for, I, I would say, mm-hmm. for almost the rest of his flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, and they don't really return to the daddy stuff until, you know, until the flashbacks are mostly over. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then it's like, no, 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 we should focus on that. I mean, really, like, Christian is just a way better character. So mm-hmm. it's just more interesting when he's involved. Uh, yeah, I mean, they have the whole Sarah arc to get at whatever they're trying to get at about Jack's character. Yeah, it's supposed to be about him fixing things, I think. Oh, that's right. He's the fix-it man. Yeah. He's, he's here to, He's here to learn he can't fix everything. Or wait, is that what he, is that what he learns by the end of season six? I know, six? I know. It's, a little, it's kind of a mixed message, really. Cause... Seems like, it, it seems like he learned that he can fix whatever he puts his mind to, which I'm yeah. not sure is the point. But... Well, if he lets go and accepts that he can't fix things, then he, then can, he can fix, fix whatever he wants. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's, I don't know. It's a weird, confusing message, but this is lost. I, what mm-hmm. do you do? That's, that's, that's just what they give us. Um, all right. Well, are you ready to jump into Do No Harm? I am totally ready. All righty. As soon as I click uh, play. Players ready? Okay, okay. Queue up and get ready to uh, do no harm with us. I'll check my sound real quick. Okay. All right, I'm ready. All righty. Here we go. Okay. Five, five, four, three, two, one. Previously on Lost. How do you open a hatch that has hatch. no handle, no latch? And people are talking about what we're doing out here every day. We're going to have to. If they're not ready, I saw a beach crab. What is inside of it? Kind of rhymed. Climb up there for us and find out. Anybody out there? Made it. Open the hatch, no handle, no latch. <laughs> the Lost song. <laughs> What happened? Poop fell off a cliff that I told him to go up to. 
Oh, I love that whole like you know if we had seen you know this whole event from like Jack's perspective of Locke coming back with an injured Boone and disappearing, yeah. we would be like, oh man, what did he do? What did he do? Yeah. Like because they they make him seem so guilty of some some crime, but we we kind of know it wasn't you know explicitly his fault that way. Right, right. Sun pair of scissors in the second drawer of the cart. Yeah, it's only like it's only very indirectly his his fault. And I think it wasn't his fault that he couldn't walk anymore. Because I think if he could walk, he would have climbed up himself. Early, I swear to God, if you faint. First class mesh. I'm cool. Yeah, see, this is a medical drama scene right here. I want his alcohol. Rubbing scotch. Jack, what's going on? Rubbing scotch. I didn't need to see that. Oh, that's right. This business. Uh, this is oh, a Pulp Fiction yeah, scene. Good boom. Yeah. God. That's good. Good job. All right. Put a tube in that and you're going to be just fine. What are you still doing here? The alcohol, Kate. You want him to live? Get to the beach now. To the beach. It's kind of a train wreck thing. It's hard not to look. Yeah. God damn it, just get the stupid clip on, huh? You know why they call it a tie? Hurry yeah, up, this guy's getting married. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be late for his wedding, Jack, if you don't tie that bow tie. I can handle responsibility. Maybe, but I know... This is classic Lost, right? This is... 100% classic lost writing is the way that they set up scenes and go, oh yeah, by the way, it's the opposite of what you think. Right. And the uh, uh, weird subtle detail that this is the kid that Jack was defending in his White Rabbit flashback. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter, but they, you know, they like doing that. Just putting in those little... They became best friends because of that. Exactly. Even though we never see him again, actually. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine this guy's version of, of Lost? You know, his best friend from childhood is lost yeah. in a, an oceanic A15 and never, oh, you know, and then resurfaces as one of the oceanic six and then disappears again. Like. <laughs> and he never returns, but then another play comes back with some of them and some random other Gosh. people. I can't imagine what that guy went through. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of room for uh for, for fanfic about the uh sort of the oh, other totally. Oh totally. there's so many characters who have their own potential things that they were doing. Yeah, like screen. really weird experience of what happened. Because, mm-hmm. like, as we've noted, so few characters really know the full story. In fact, probably none yeah. of them do. Like, none of them in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the next scene, or the scene after, or the scene after. True, true. 
Yeah, build that, build that raft, Jin. Build that raft, man. That's gonna get you guys off the island, and you can all go home and live happily ever after. I promise. Oh man. She likes me. That's what spoilers hurt. Hey, Jin. Jin, want some fish? Take a break. I don't know what he's even chopping. He's like chopping the sand. That's what like. it looks like. Why? Is, is he just practicing his axe wielding? Like. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I'm joking. I hope that's how he's doing. I know. I just wanted it. Surprised he didn't try to swim out of here. Oh, I would. Uh, exposition! <laughs> you missed it! How'd it happen? Clock said that, uh. See, and here's Sawyer being helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the stash. She's not even trying to barter. Not in the least. He's like, okay, and he just, like, gives her a bag full. This is the LaFleur side of Sawyer. It is. This is the budding LaFleur. Yeah. Yeah, he always had it occasionally. It was just, like, switching to not going bad. Yeah. Jack, you're sweating on the patient. <laughs> I know. <laughs> kind of gross. That's so sanitary. <laughs> yeah, like rubbing salt in the wound is supposed to be bad. <laughs> Why is there a phrase about that? Is there a saying that, that encapsulates so. that idea? All right. After I set the leg. It sounds like the nurse here. She's always something. <laughs> She's a nurse because she can make aloe out of plants. Mm-hmm. Get some air. Man, this English speaking really comes in handy. Sure does. How is he? Don't know yet. Wipe that brow, Jack. Where's Lon? I don't know. <laughs> what, you just took off? Yeah. Charlie, you just took off. Didn't you see the previously on, Charlie? <laughs> yeah, he took off. <laughs> She's a sister, yeah, we know. <laughs> All right, here we go. Julie Bowden, oh, no. everyone. What an intro. What an intro. Oh. Yep. No sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, we said it. They still haven't really showed her yet. No, no, it's they weird. haven't really. Getting close. It's all about Jack. They're still trying to reveal, like, what's going on, I think. Holding the suspense. There it is. And then there was. Ah! <laughs> okay. And he promised that he would fix me. Because that's the kind of guy. Of course he, he did. Mm hmm. He must fix everything. Because you are the most committed man I have ever known. But it's not at all a character flaw. It's going to lead him to an island one day. <laughs> you fixed me. I will dance at our wedding. To Jack. I always think it's very strange the way writers, you know, the way shows portray why characters love each other and how mm -hmm. they fall in love. And here it's because he fixed her. Yeah. <laughs> I love you because you saved my life. It's pretty simple, yeah. And that's a very powerful reason to love someone, but it also seems to be not, I don't know, not the best reason. Well, it's not intrinsically connected to who they are as a person. It's like about what they did. 
Yeah, it's like they they did their job, and man, yeah. I love that they did their job on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the marriage doesn't work, so I mean, maybe oh, well, that's... there you go. Then it's a it's a bad basis for a marriage, they're saying. Yeah, I think I think that's at least sort of a subtext. Oh God, yeah. here we go. I hate scenes like this. Mm-hmm. We get these sound effects. I fucking the Foley artists who do that sounds, man. Oh man, I just and they're probably like you know it's like a juice box, and yeah, like a, a Saran wrap, but they just make the best sounds. I know it's like like just putting that with the picture of pulling someone's leg and you just mm-hmm. cringe. It's awful. That's what I love about you know sort of human perception is like you you know we're fooled by those things. We don't know exactly what it sounds like when that yeah. happens. That's true. And if you just get something that's kind of gross and close, you know, you can really mimic these sounds and really play around with the soundscape, and, and it we buy it, you know. Yeah, completely. It, it doesn't have to be, like, accurate, and we go, that's not what it sounds like when you reset a leg. <laughs> I know. Like, unless you're actually a doctor and you know unless, what it that, sounds yeah, like. Exactly. But, like, yeah. for most people, yeah, it's just like, oh, I hear bones, I hear some mm-hmm. gross, like, slurping sound in the background. And, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Oh, that's right! Uh-oh. It's a bad time to have a baby. It is a really bad time. So wait, does this mean that, that Sawyer is about to come from the future pretty soon here? I'm afraid it does. Oh, man. See, this is this is what I hate about retcons. Is like, I want to see them pan over to Sawyer Me watching too. Kate and get help Claire give birth. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that, like, you know... If they had planned it all along, they could have done it. Mm-hmm. And it would have been yeah. so cool, because it would have looked over and it's like, Sawyer's in the bushes? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And he would have been wearing different clothes than he's wearing in this yeah. episode. Well, and it would have been a, a five-season, you know, yeah. mystery before they get to how he got there. Exactly. You know, and the whole time it would have been like, how come Kate never asked Sawyer, you know, blah, you know, like, or how come yeah. Sawyer never says that he saw that? And it's right. like, oh, because that wasn't him. That wasn't the same Sawyer. Exactly. Yeah, it could have been thing that probably we would have been like oh, oh we would have matter. been so mad about for five seasons yeah. that they never addressed it and it would have been like oh because it's a different Sawyer I would have given future. up on it I would have been like ah oh, they're not going to answer it and then when they did mm-hmm. it would be like wow they really yeah. they got and I mean, me we, we wouldn't have got the context because you know that Sawyer is is responding not just from the birth scene but Seeing, you know, Kate, seeing Kate again. The, the past Kate, you know, yeah. the, we wouldn't have really got, we'd be like, why is he so, you know, in awe of this pregnancy, you know, this That's birth uh, scene. Yeah. But, uh, her fake, her fake belly is about to come out. <laughs> what do you mean fake belly? <laughs> <laughs> she's been she's been she's been wearing a pillow under her shirt the whole time and she didn't realize it. You mean I'm not pregnant? What is What's this then? What's this then? It's a pillow, Claire. Oh I was wondering where my pillow went. Maybe it's more like a wet noodle. First, you have to find one. Then you have to have a hollow needle. Oh, God, really, Jack? That seems a little like a racist analogy to tell her about noodles. I don't know. It's just me. Let me put it in terms you can get, son. It's like a noodle. What did you say? 
It reminds me of him calling the stuff that comes out of your dural sec angel hair pasta. <laughs> he puts everything into uh, into like pasta or yeah, <laughs> or either the human body is just in a, a big Italian dish. <laughs> I think that's the honest conclusion. That's what you learn in medical school. Like these are the meatballs, you know. This is the chicken primavera. That's what your liver is. Those that's so gross, and yet strangely plausible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your brain's like lasagna. <laughs> layers and layers. Not good. Oh. Oh, I didn't remember this. Surprise. Wait, that means that she's about to... Wait a minute. How many people are about to get injured in this in this episode? There's like a lot of drama. This is going on. Claire's about to have a baby. Where is she? We split up. I thought she'd be back here. She's a bad nurse. This is a medical drama. I mean, that's total medical drama stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And she just starts, like, killing everybody in the room with that. <laughs> this is my island now, bitches. That's the horror version. I'd love yeah. to see that. <laughs> I was getting this, because you all make me sick. I thought you said we needed someone who was A negative. Or O negative. Right, we're judging by your tantrum. No one is. Someone is. You? Uh-oh, someone is. Uh, Jack. Listen, a doctor stranded on an island trying to save a patient using his own blood. I mean, you really can't get better than that, right? It's I true. mean, I'm going to transfuse my from myself. You know. I mean, the only thing better than that would him being would would be him doing a surgery on himself. Yeah. And you know, that'll never happen. <laughs> of course not. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I it's that is very very unsubtle code for Jack wants to save people and he'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, she's wearing a forty-four in her shirt. I don't know why. That is not a number. It's not a number, but it seems like it should be. Yeah, I agree. Because what does it mean if it's not a number? It means the art, the the costume department screwed up. <laughs> it's forty-four, right? Why is it just this really prominent force? I know, I can't stop staring at it. <laughs> it just is like a big message. Like, <laughs> or maybe they're saying she's number 44, like she was going to come to the island too. Oh, there we go. Sorry. It was a silly idea. I just oh, this is a weird detail that doesn't matter later, but Jack can play the piano. I'm going to. Oh, yeah. That's his. That's his big thing, and then his 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 purgatory son plays it as well. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, totally. They uh, he should have uh, bonded with Daniel over that. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he ever knew Daniel played the piano. Of course not. Exactly. Common interest. (laughs) It might actually be something they could share together, but (laughs) my mom forced me to play piano too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Jack's got soul searching to do. Oh, that's what the piano's for. 
Yep. That's what he did. He does it in season three, too, in the, uh, in the barracks. He sits down at the piano to do some soul searching. Mm-hmm. He's got to think. Yeah. And then I think they forgot that he did that. <laughs> oh, it's really big on the back. What is 44? This is like the biggest <laughs> message they've ever had on the show. They're telegraphing something very important here. I don't know I, what it is. If I were one of those people, I would say it has to mean something. Yeah, right? The key to everything is that 44. <laughs> I yeah I don't know what but uh oh you what was Jin doing this whole time he was chopping the sand <laughs> <laughs> this looks so weird he comes into this room and Jack is giving Boone blood and Sun is helping mm-hmm. like, like what is going on here it does look weird and like no one can explain it to him <laughs> yeah you guys have some explaining <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, but I have to. <laughs> he won't even look at her. Mm-hmm. Like, put his head down. So he's just still upset that she speaks English and didn't tell him? Yeah. Is that, is that what he's mad at? Okay. Yeah. It's all over. Well, I hope this crisis doesn't bring them back together. <laughs> I'm sure it won't. <laughs> They're doomed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, they are, aren't they? <laughs> well, I guess okay. that's true. <laughs> Their time will come. You got that? Now, she's going to need to make sure that Claire pushes. Not too hard, not too fast. Just until the head is clear. <laughs> not pull. <laughs> if she tries to pull, she's doing the wrong thing. clears its nose and its mouth. Okay, but you'll be dead by then, right? Yeah, this was. I remember this being a great dual crisis because Jack has to be in two places at once, and he's got to make the decision where to go. And you know, any other time, Jack would be there to help deliver the baby. And as he just says, Kate has to do it. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, okay. I I accidentally hit something on my phone. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I put it on hold. <laughs> I felt like I was holding. Yeah. I'm okay, right. really. This water coming out of me—that's normal. <laughs> it's just, it just happens sometimes, right? Yeah. Oh man. This is the uh, big moment of Kate-Claire bonding. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is the bond that will bring Kate coming back to the island for Claire. Exactly, and it's a thing that wakes her up in the afterlife. There it is. It's weird, because, like, I know it's a big deal at the time. I mean, if you're there when someone has their baby, you know, mm-hmm. it creates a bond. I'll buy that. But, like, they don't have that much to do with each other. Uh yeah. For, uh, you know, up until she comes back for her. Well, and, you know, the other thing that really makes her come back is the guilt overtaking Aaron. That's true. You know, it's which, about the baby, which, I guess. Which, which ties into this event. But, yeah, this is definitely the, the first uh, the first part of their, their, their bond. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it just, you know, it seemed like most of the, most of the memories were about, like, bonds that were forged. I, I don't know. I guess it counts, but... 
Yeah. I just always felt like, I don't know, they didn't, if they were going to go there, I felt like they should have had more Kate and Claire stuff. Boone? Yeah. Yeah. Boone. You know what would have been crazy is if Claire would have went, Claire and Aaron would have went back to the 70s with the rest of them. And mm-hmm. somehow, like Aaron gets left behind, oh, and yeah. he ends up, and he ends up being like Mikhail or something. <laughs> like, like he oh, ends up being man. somebody that somebody that we knew from the present, you know? Oh, like, that man. would be crazy. See, that would have justified Aaron as being like someone significant yeah. to the story. Yeah, they didn't want to yeah, do that. Totally. <laughs> Or like if, uh, or like if Ethan was actually Aaron. Oh my god! Like, 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 like Claire accidentally leaves Holy Aaron. Shit, that would have been amazing. Like, like Claire leaves Aaron back in the seventies when they all like go back to the present, mm-hmm. and then like Horace and Amy raise Aaron as their own. Oh my god! And, and like name him Ethan. You know they find him or whatever, right. and they just call him Ethan, and we realize like, like, and then uh, he's the one who comes back to his mom. To, uh, to operate on his own <laughs> selfish side. I mean, that's the show I want to see right there. Me man. too, man. They had the opportunity been... to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's, uh, but you know, the problem with it is, it would have taken a little more planning. <laughs> that is the problem with them doing good work. <laughs> exactly. I think they thought it was enough to just say, "Oh, here's Ethan." Yeah, yeah. You know, they always thought whatever was just enough, and it never yeah, was. It never, never ever was. was. Need to take it a little slow. Speaking oh, of things too. that never was, okay. this whole scene—you're totally mad for each other. I don't care what he says because, about Nadia. Listen, because of this scene, they're going to be in the afterlife mm-hmm. together. Because of this one picnic, <laughs> it's the same thing with like with uh, with um, you know uh, what's their names, Hurley and uh, Libby. And Libby totally. is like, uh, you know, something about beach picnics yeah. just, just makes you soulmates. You yeah, know? you're just... <laughs> it doesn't matter who else you ever cared about before that. They're no. they're just, they're going to be the one. Okay. The magic of the okay. beach picnic. Mm-hmm. I mean, beaches are nice, you know, I, I guess. <laughs> it's weird because uh, Kate and Ben have a sort of beach picnic later. Well, they do, don't they? Yeah. That was a beach, a beach brunch. You're right, though. It was, it was set up. I guess it wasn't a true picnic. No, you gotta have blankets for a picnic. Yeah, it was like, it was too civilized for a picnic. Way too civilized for them. They had, uh, they had French press coffee. You know Ben made some some random red shirt others set all that stuff up. Oh, of course he did, And they're yeah. like... They're like, what are we doing? We're supposed to be following Jacob, and this guy has us setting up a beach brunch, like with the with the people who aren't even on Jacob's list. Or are they? We don't even or know. Are they? Where are the list? They don't know. Who's got a list? I don't know. Why are we building on. a runway? Nobody knows. Let's go to the temple. What temple? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, uh, speak uh, back to the runway. Like, do we ever figure? Like, why? Why were they building that? Who? Who? What was the genesis of that idea? Did we ever figure that out? Yeah, like, there's no answer. I mean, I think because I, I think the fake answer is Jacob told him to do it because he knew. Yeah, but 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 when when Jacob tells Ben, like, I never cared about you. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey man, I built that runway that came in handy. Fucking, like, I know. You know. Yeah, that's the problem. They, I think they want it both ways. 
departments. Yeah. They want him in charge of the others and having him do things to prepare for his plan, but at the same time, he doesn't care about the others and he completely ignores them. What are you doing? Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. That's lost. She just snatched that out of his car. <laughs> I mean, that's just craziness. I know. It's like, I'm sorry, son. Did you did you go to medical school? <laughs> you know how dangerous it is to do that? Just, he's really taking control here. He really I did. did. I think I'm more qualified to know how much blood I should give. <laughs> Look, where's Michael? Beach, I think. Here's, here's a line that tells us that Jack's going too far. Yeah. He's at the end of his rope. Who does he want, Locke? I think so. Yeah. Oh, wait, I mean, who did he say? I didn't even know. I don't know. It. I missed it. Yeah. Me too. I'm like, he should be wanting to talk to Locke at this point. He should, but maybe he asked for someone else. I don't know. Jack in the water with his pants on? <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Is this a ghost? Show up? Is this man in black? <laughs> oh, I wish it were. Oh, it would be so weird. Screaming kid next to me in first class. Huh? Yeah, Jack's pants don't look like they're rolled up all the way. He's always been big on wet clothes. He does like you're right. <laughs> he just likes wet clothes. He's no. totally fine with his clothes being wet. It's not something I ever picked up on, but Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Christian's doing it the sensible way. Mm-hmm. Just I guess he's not as drunk. <laughs> he's not as drunk. So. Good point. Yes. Where you go, I will go, etc., etc. This is this is very nice. That's good acting. Look how low, heavy his eyes are. Those aren't my vows. Yeah. Jack's like I'm drunk. Oh. Can't write mine. That's cheating, Jack. Oh, <laughs> right. This is a bad way to start a marriage, I think. <laughs> Stealing her stuff. It really is. I think that's what this scene ends up being about. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like you shouldn't get married at all. <laughs> yeah, this is all the signs of two people who should not be together. Absolutely. I love her. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what is love, Dad? What is love? <laughs> yeah, can you tell me what that is? If I can't be the husband or the, or the father that I want to be, the father. Uh oh. You ain't gonna have no kids, Jack. You ain't gonna have no kids. Not till the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. Let's you count purgatory kids. I think it's weird that Sarah doesn't appear in the afterlife. Should I marry her, Dad? As seemingly well, significant as she is. Yeah. Yeah. She's got her own people she made her afterlife with, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. The problem is, you're just not good at Christian looks like he could, like, bite Jack's face off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like the swimming pool lights. That's always... Yeah. That's always really effective. Yeah, totally. Okay, Jack, wait. There's something creepy about a lit up swimming pool at night. See, that's what's weird. I feel like Jack, in that case of Sarah, I feel like he doesn't have a problem with letting go. His problem is that he, he does want to let go, right? I mean, isn't his problem that once he fixes something, like, he... Like, the problem is, like, 
with their marriage, right, is that he fixed her, and that's all the reason that he was interested in her. Yeah, exactly. And now that she's fixed, There's nothing now that he's fixed, he, he wants to move on, not, not yeah. keep her. You know, exactly. and I guess that's sort of what Christian is saying to, to let her go, but I feel like that's the problem is he wants to let her go, yeah. but he doesn't feel like he should want to let her go. Right. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. It is. Claire. Jack just found a way to chop somebody's leg off. <laughs> it's awesome. I really thought they were gonna do that. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, Jack's got a plan. It's gonna work. Yeah. Don't hold your breath, honey. You're not gonna be able to push. They you so far in the series, I have no reason to think that Jack's gonna fail. Claire, just breathe, doing? Claire. Just breathe. <laughs> Classic lost. Classic. That's, that's really good medical advice. She's going to hold her breath until she turns blue. I love it. Very adult response. There will be no baby. That's an adult response to having a baby. Oh, no. I'm going to give it away. <laughs> Because you're gonna get it now. <laughs> it kind of doesn't so, matter, but please say yes. <laughs> it's gonna be weird if you say no. We are all here for you. The baby didn't know anything. The baby didn't know like what it means yeah. to be alive. The baby knows nothing. <laughs> but base instincts. Ready? One. I hope if I'm ever helping somebody give birth, it's on TV, because it's a lot easier. Oh, yeah, man. There's no umbilical cord. It's way no, less messy. The baby's cleaner. Yeah, it takes it's, less it's, time. It's just... Oh, yeah. There's no placenta discharge. Yeah. Oh, God, the placenta. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't forget about the placenta. Ooh, I like to forget about it. <laughs> I wish you'd let me forget about it. I won't ever let you. Oh, my God. I will keep reminding you. Oh, it's just this fleshy mass of organic matter. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, yeah. man. It just seems like something from a, like, sci-fi, like, movie, yeah. Alien Race or something. Yeah, well, it's like the trill on Deep Space Nine. It's yeah. like symbiont. It's like yeah. this, it's like a one level of intelligence from being, like, a sentient life form. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. You're not helping him. You can't save him, Jack. It's called your circulatory system when you're bleeding inside. See, this is it. Like, son, oh, God, and then he gets black slime. So, Did he say, don't tell me what I can't do? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's when you know you're on the wrong track. When I know, you're exactly. Locked, you know you're on the wrong He's track. He's guaranteed to fail now. Guaranteed. <laughs> I, it's weird, because, like, Kate's doing exactly what, uh, or, Sorry, son is doing exactly what Kate did in the scene with Charlie. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't do it. It's too late. You know, he's bleeding inside. You can't save him. And I'm like, no, son, you're wrong. You don't know. You, you don't know, know Jack knows. Jack's the man. Mm-hmm. He's going to save him. Yeah. He's going to chop off this leg and everything's going to be fine. I can't believe Locke is gone. Locke is just like, boom, out of yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. He's, I guess he's still wailing on the hatch. I guess. That's all he has. He's like, Boone's almost die. I'm just going to go try to beat up the hatch. Mm-hmm. What does Sun oh. want him to do? I'm confused. Sun wants him to, to just, stop trying to save him. And just let him die? Just let him die, yeah. Oh, wow. Sun's kind of heartless. Sun thinks it's hopeless. 
Sometimes but I, like I have to shit. say, like, just from a rational point of view, I know Jack's a little bit, like, not really in his right mind here, but I'd have to take his professional opinion over signs. I think, I think when you're in this situation here where you can either try, like, this guy is going to die if you do nothing. Yeah. I, I think it's an, you can make an argument to try to do something if, if he's going to die either way. Exactly. Now, if it, was a, if it was a case where he could live, maybe, but right. if Jack does this, he might kill him. I think that's when it's, it's a little risky, more risky, but... Yeah, I think uh, I, if I was if I was Boone, I'd want I'd want Jack to at least try to save me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like that's not how they're portraying it. It's more like he, if he if Jack doesn't do anything, he's gonna die. Yeah. Is it just me or do I feel like Jack's best man is in love with Sarah? <laughs> I just get the feeling like he he just he wants he just hopes this doesn't work out for Jack and Sarah. Are they getting married in Hawaii? I to wonder why that was. Nah. Okay. It'd be too hard to shoot in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized, like, this is like this is like a Hawaiian beach. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they chose that. <laughs> like, I don't know if they told us that's where they are. I guess Christian said he was on a plane, so maybe that's yeah, I don't where know. they Because if they yeah. are, that's kind of a weird, subtle thing that he could be also visiting Claire while he's there. I've never been able to write anything as beautiful as Hawaii. Oh, yes. she's not in Hawaii. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like, why are you... I was going to say Hawaii. Hawaii is not Australia. They're both in the in islands, but, you know, they're, they're not the well, same. Well, they shoot Australia and Hawaii, but, uh, yeah, she's not. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. never mind. Sorry, guys. You fixed me. They're definitely not in Australia. Yeah, I mean, this could be a you know an L.A. Southern California beach. It could easily be in, in terms of what they want us to think. Yeah. Always is a long time, Jack. Yeah, it's a really long time. Christian's like, what is it with this actor? God, they just talk to him, and I'm like, you're you're brilliant. You're not doing anything. <laughs> you're clap you're clapping with a, a bit of consternation. And he gives that look, and then he glances it's the to look. the side. It's great. Yeah, it's like brilliant acting. I know. The look and the glance. Oh. Uh oh. Boone's like, what's going on, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to chop off? <laughs> I love this because Jack is like, okay, now it's past the point of his of his medical expertise because he's so out of it. Like, look at yeah. him. Like, he's he, he doesn't know up from down. So yeah. I, I love that he's at this state by this point. I'm not going to let you give up. I'm not gonna let you give up. <laughs> That's something like like Christian told him when he was a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Jack's like, Dad, I don't know about medical school, and, mm-hmm. and Christian's like, Jack, I'm not gonna let you give up. <laughs> yeah. It basically means I'm gonna make you do what you don't want to do. That's exactly. <laughs> I think this is all they could do. Like, have Boone to tell Jack. Yeah, Boone is the last voice of reason because he's the he's the one that can make Jack reflect on what he's doing. Yeah, he's the one Jack's trying to save. No, you know, I gotta try to save him. But if Boone himself, if Kate was here, she she probably could have convinced him by now. Yeah, Kate knows him better than anyone at this point. That's true. Or maybe, or maybe ever. (laughs) Probably ever. 
Tell him what happened. Mm-hmm. We went to this mysterious plane because Locke had a dream, and then he lost his legs, and they climbed up there. And... This this episode is really pretty well done in terms of just the the uh, the multiple action going on. I mean, yeah. they're cutting from one cra- this, then you know Shannon and Shannon and uh, Saeed are having a, a, an important moment. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not an interesting moment yet. Not but... particularly, but and it's the drama level is considerably lower. But I think yeah. I think that's why I remembered it as being a really good episode. Like the drama is mm-hmm. really intense. Yeah. You know, it's it's life and death at the same time. Yeah. Literally life and death. Yeah. It's almost like the island has a quota of how many people can be alive <laughs> and dead on it and like in yeah. order for this baby to be born, somebody has to die. Yeah, really. It's almost like Boone is a sacrifice the island demanded. Almost. <laughs> and that baby is fairly gross. And, yeah, uh, that's a gross baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they grossed it up. Is that alive? It looks like a real baby, yeah. Okay. All right. Normally, like, actor babies are older. Yeah, that looks so like a pretty look old baby. So funky. Well, he looks like a yeah. That does not look like yeah. later Aaron. No, 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 no. That's a that's a that's a pretty newborn baby. I love it. They're they're so they did nothing. They're celebrating. Mm-hmm. Well done, guys. Way to sit there and do nothing. Men have been doing that at birth from the beginning <laughs> of time. <laughs> so true. <laughs> you know. That's their that's their thing. That's their thing. I guess they did it well. I mean, what can they I say? They did something, you know, the man did something nine months ago, and he's happy now. Mm-hmm. He's like, Let's That's see it. what I My did. My job was done. Yep. <laughs> Let it go, Jack. Let it go, man. Uh-oh. 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 Tell her what, Boone. Tell her what. Tell Shannon. Dot, dot, dot. I'll see her in the afterlife. <laughs> oh, he doesn't even finish the sentence. Yeah, that's the best. It is. See, now if Shannon. moms were around, they could get him to find out what he was going to say. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That was the trick they pulled with Juliet. Mm-hmm. But in the end, we'd never know what he was going to say. I feel like he's going to come back to like one more, like, it really, scare. It feels that way. His eyes open. You get a musical uh-huh. thing. He goes, tell Shannon. Where were, wait, where was I? Uh, <laughs> tell Shannon. Uh, oh, look at all these red shirts who don't give a crap. I know. About Y'all don't matter at all. Y'all going to get flaming arrow killed. If you're lucky. If you're lucky <laughs> to make it to the flaming arrow. If you're lucky. Yeah, life and death theme. Let's see, you're dead, and you're dead, and you're dead, <laughs> and you're dead, and you guys over there that we can't see. You don't dead, matter. And... Yeah. 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 <laughs> see, and that's, I don't know, that's the thing about this early part of the series. Like, it sort of bothers me when they bring red shirts into sentimental moments. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> they, they went and had their own little, like. <laughs> Romantic adventure. They have no idea. It's morning now. Yeah, they have no idea like what they missed. I feel like Ross loves doing this, like giving someone a happy moment just before they have to hear about some tragedy. 
Oh yeah, it's the best. It's the yeah. best position. It's great. Yeah. Hey, Shannon, are you happy right now? Well, your brother just died. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and that's actually one of my personal worst fears is is missing some some big event, some big, yeah. you know, tragic event while I'm off, like, sleeping or, right. like, doing, doing something, something kind of completely, frivolous. completely frivolous and missing, like, something important. That's, yeah. that's just a big, that's awful. It is. And it's easy to happen on a sort of remote island like this where there's well, and nobody not a lot said, of Honestly, you know, I don't remember hearing it in this episode, but I feel like nobody said go find Claire. I mean, go find Shannon. Yeah, you're right. Oh, like, actually, nobody was like... I, did we ever find out who Jack told Hurley to go find? I didn't. He didn't find whoever, I guess. Right, I, I want to... I, now that you say that, I want to give him credit for saying go find Shannon. Maybe but. that's what it was, yeah. But uh, but you're right that they don't actually find her. I mean, they were supposed to be in a remote area. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there was a line or two about where she was, but it's just you know, and it makes yeah. this way more tragic. Of course, that's what they want. Well, R.I.P. Boone. You were the See, first to go. It's 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 just amazing how like. They're really drawing this moment out, you know. Really, really, really. It's, this is huge. It's in slow motion. They're doing mm-hmm. the music. A little they're, piano. They're, they're cutting the dialogue. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. playing this big life and death theme. Like, it's a huge thing. And it's funny how, like, the red shirts die, and it's almost a comedic moment. You know, yeah. uh, Froger's like, we can't even get fire arrow mm-hmm. in my chest. You know, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it, it just sort of bugs me, like, the juxtaposition. Because really, like, Boo is barely more than a red shirt to some of these people. Yeah, and I think it, it really speaks to what they, you know, really kind of how they changed what they would do at the end of episodes. I mean, this is one of the, kind of those kind of episodes where they end with a little, mo- it's kind of montage you know. Yeah. It's really heavy-handed and sentimental. And, you know, later they, they didn't have a lot of time to do that. Yeah. You know, that was kind of a change in the later seasons. That's true. Oh, shit. But this was great, too. This is another classic loss where they just turn and, ad- like, they, they, yeah. they come to a character, you know, who's feeling some big montage sentiment moment, and then they turn on a dime and go, no, 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 I'm going to go do this thing. And then and then it turns dark. Like, and then it turns dark. The creepy and music comes up. in, and he's like, no, he didn't die, he was murdered. Yeah. And now I'm going to go find John Locke. And it's like, yeah, yeah they, they leave you with that. Instead of the, like, you know, oh, man, you know, who mm-hmm. died, what a horrible tragedy. You know? Yeah, it's great. I, yeah, that's classic loss. It really is. It really is. I, you know, I mean, it's, so I think I was right. Like, there's no, there's really no major, like, larger plot development in that episode. No. It's, it's totally a character episode. Exactly. Um, But, like, a pretty good one. I mean, it's, it's, it's really high drama. No, that was a great episode. Definitely high drama. Great, like, multiples, like, storylines at once. Um, you know, really, you know, showing the extent of, of, of what Jack's character can do and, uh, and the, you know, and, and, and having his whole, you know, another classic lost storytelling thing is, you know, having, of course, having the backstory, you know, uh, relate to what's going on presently. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I feel like, you know, character 
stories work better when, you know, when the stakes are high versus like, you know, sometimes they would do those stories, you know, I have in mind things like the tree frog or the ping pong tournament or something, you know, and it's like, it's hard yeah. to get invested in that stuff, and it comes off feeling really pointless. And but 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 he might find that tree frog and and, and do something very yeah yeah. There's nothing there. Exactly. So I feel like you know an episode like this shows like that's how you do you know if you want us to invest in the characters, you have to give them something that seems like it matters that we should care about. Yeah. You know, and obviously, like, they can't do an episode like this every time, but I sort of like that they, you know, they could have done a whole episode about Claire giving birth, you know, yeah. but I like that they actually wrapped it into a story that's actually not about Claire. It's more about Jack than her. Yeah, it is, and it's, and I like that they split up the drama of putting Jack in a situation where he has two crises at once and, uh, and he has to, he has to delegate. basically. Right. I guess that's the key thing. Like if Jack hadn't been dealing with Boone, he would have been there when Claire was getting married. Yeah. He would have delivered his nephew. (laughs) Exactly. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) When you put it that way, God, It's weird to know so much more than any of the characters do. Yeah, yeah. Or ever will, well, really. Ever will. That's the show right there. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I think um, it's. I would say for season one, lost like that's that's sort of where they were at their best. That was a good episode. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that that holds up pretty well. I mean, it's a seminal episode. It's you know, it's Boone dying. Yeah, so I, totally. I would hope that it would hold up, and it, I think it does. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, you know, I mean, it always helps to have Christian come in and give a couple yeah. of good, a good look, <laughs> look, you know, a couple of disapproving looks. <laughs> it always helps. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. To make it seem, you know, I feel like one of the things about Christian, and you know, this is probably due to the actor, is like because of. I don't know, because of whatever the magic is of what he does, it always seems like there's more going on than with him than what he's saying. It's Yeah, again, uh, it's one of the reasons I love actors, because the good ones, you can just put the camera on them, and they don't have to say anything, they don't have to do anything. Yeah. They're just awesome being on screen, and he is, he is definitely one of those, John Terry's definitely one of those actors who... He just looks great, like doing nothing. And then if you get him to do stuff, he's even better. I know, exactly. <laughs> if you actually want him to act, it's actually really good. Exactly, yeah. And he gets those scenes too. But I feel like it 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 melded really nicely. Or mm-hmm. I don't know what the word is, but like the transition. I mean, having him seeming to have more going on in his head than he's letting on. It really oh, yeah. just transitioned in a weird way into him appearing on the island and thinking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it it's a total. It 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 just fits thematically that in this time of crisis, you know, whatever the crisis is, uh, Christian is there. Yeah. You know, the the image of whether it's Christian or it's somebody who looks like Christian. You know, I mean, you know, when it when it's on the island. Right. It's like it's still like it just it just fits for him to be around. And it in in hindsight it just, you know, knowing what we know about Man in Black and what how Christian appears later, it just seems so 
he just seems so ethereal when he just comes when Jack is at yeah. the pool. And, you know, it's almost like, you know, Christian was always dead. And, you know, all of yeah. these scenes is Jack imagining him, <laughs> you know, and like that, you know, if we would have yeah. cut to a different camera angle, we would have saw Jack in the pool talking to himself. Yes, yes. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's like, did anyone else see Christian? Did, yeah, did, if, if you would have asked, you know, uh, you know, I feel like at the wedding, you know, people are like, are like, man, it would have been nice if Christian was here, you know, but Jack imagines him in the audience. Right, you know? right, yeah, yeah, totally, like, he's, he's, you know, part of it is that he's playing such a, um, uh, he's playing such a, like, Jack-centric role, like, he shows up specifically yeah, for con- Jack's problems. A, yeah, he's like a Jiminy Cricket, or he's you know he he's there to guide the character and reflect back to them what their weaknesses are. You know exactly, like he's doing the things that made me think that Dave was in Hurley's yeah. head. You know, like yeah. like when when they're so focused on a character's like psychology and problems, it's like it's weird that you're not the same person. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's weird that you're not inside their head. You know, but I, that's what makes Christian, you know, a good character. I mean, he's. Yeah. He's he's you know he's got problems and yet he is really strangely wise like he's totally mm-hmm. dialed in even though he's really hard on Jack. Well, that's the thing. Like he's seen Jack do this a million times, you know. Yeah. Uh, so he and that's that's what he's going on in his head. He's just like, yep, Jack can't let go. He's marrying this girl and it's not going to work out. Exactly. Yeah, and he's totally right. And and I feel like mm-hmm. that's what made it seem like once he shows up in the island, it starts seeming like oh, you know. Now he's going to play that same role for Jack on the island. Yeah. You know, he's going to he's going to sort of guide him through his problems there too. You know. And that's, you know, that's that's why I, you know, I'm assuming that's why Man in Black takes that form. It's the best yeah. person he can take to get to do that to Jack, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I still feel disappointed. I really wish we had gotten an actual scene between them. You know, I feel like that's yeah. sort of one of those one of those lost scenes that, you know, should have happened but never did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the finale scene with them in the afterlife didn't cut it. No, no. It's really it. Yeah. It. It. it Spoiler it, alert. <laughs> I mean, it. You know, it fulfilled a certain aspect of what I wanted, but not not everything. Yeah. I, I think I. I really. I really wanted. Um, you know, I really wanted a present-day, real-world, on-island interaction between the two of them. Because the one time he sees him, you know, they don't talk at all. Like, he just he yeah. just, he just, just kind of walks away, mm-hmm. you know? You and mean I, when he led him to the cave? And I, I guess I always felt like they were teasing, you know, having him see him off the island. I felt like, the, you know, having, having him say, tell my son, I said hello, you know, walk passing on along. I always felt like they were... You know, it just seemed obvious they were leading up to some kind of scene between mm-hmm. them, and and that yeah. just never really quite pays off. I guess you know, I mean, there's a lot of things in the show like that, but I feel like something like this, which is central that's for the main the character, n- that's probably the number one thing. I mean, you could argue, but that's probably number one yeah. thing to to pay off is is, exactly. is, that, is that conversation. Yeah, yeah, and it just seems weird. The, to let that go of all things, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a lot of decisions are I made. Almost wish, and... I almost wish, you know, something towards the end of season six, you know, when Jacob is dying and all that—that that weird, like, 
transition, you know, and mm-hmm. Harley's going to take over, and they're trying to defeat Man in Black. And I almost feel like Christian should have appeared, the real Christian should have yeah. appeared at that, like, you know, right when Jack is in the cave, light cave or something, and he's about to move the cork or whatever. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like that's the place to, to for for Christian to come and go, you know, just not even, you know what, I would have not even want him to say anything, but just to know that, mm-hmm. to know that that's the real Christian, yeah. and he, like, gives gives Jack a thumb up, thumbs up when Jack is moving the corkers. I mean, that would have been um, enough to be like, okay, we got it. This guy absolutely of what, of what Jack's doing, you know, yeah. and a scene, you know, a, a conversation scene would have been nice, but right. you know, at the very least having Christian there at that, at that moment, yeah. I think would have, would have been well done. Seemingly like the most important moment for Jack's whole life. Exactly. Like, the moment where he may, where he, where he turns the corner and becomes whatever he's supposed to become. Exactly. And, yeah. Uh, but finally like, let's yeah. go or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, I don't know. He, he becomes a man of faith. He, you know, uh, yeah, he, mm-hmm. he accepts that he can't fix everything. So now he can fix everything. He it's, tells himself what he can't do. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever phrase you want to use, he does. But you know, I like part of me feels like they fucked it up by making the man in black Christian. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I feel like that kind of that just kind of screws like it just kind of throws a nasty little pile of I don't know what I want to say on top of uh on top of a scene like that, you know, cuz cuz now we know and they've given us a whole scene about oh, the guy we've been seeing all along, it's actually evil incarnate. Ugh, it, it makes it tricky now when you're seeing him in that context. Like, I kind of wish that either they had used a different um, character for – I mean, it worked. It was good. So I, I don't totally regret it. But I feel like it, it, it messed up the Jack Christian thing that, that yeah, they I used mean, him like they that. Yeah, they could have done some sort of visual cue, right? Some, you know – the real Christian has a watch that Jack knows is very mean. Yeah. You know, some some little detail that Man in Black didn't bother to replicate. Right. That that Christian slash the audience could pick up on and go, oh, okay, this is the you know, if they wanted to really kind of have their cake and eat it too, you know, they could have come up with some sort of visual cue right. or something. Well, yeah, but I, I and I guess like Man in Black is dead by the time he's plugging the cord back in. Yeah. Um, so, but again, I would start thinking, oh my God, is he back? You know, and I hate, like, I, I feel like that would kind of ruin the moment a little bit to, to have that association, you know? Like, yeah. I just, I, like, I kind of wish Christian had been something else. I know it doesn't really make sense that he's anything else, but, uh, like, I, I wanted to think that for a while because I, I guess I thought he was going to play into Jack's story more heavily than he did. It's weird that he, on the island, is more significant for uh, Locke than he is for Jack. Yeah. Since Locke, I, as far as I can tell, I mean, I mean, up until he says, say hello to my son, Locke had no idea who that was that he was interacting with. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, there's a lot of what could have been with yeah, uh, with Ross, but yeah. as you said, like, it's so central. Um, it's It seems like maybe the biggest what could have been. Yeah. You know. I, what you should have been. Yeah, like, number two behind that is Locke getting his, you know, final yeah. triumph. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I think I think that just barely sort of trails. Locke, off. Locke realizing either a 
everything he did was worth it, or B, yeah. everything he did wasn't worth it. One yeah. of the two, he should have realized. At least something. <laughs> at least have some kind of realization. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's way worse to have him die completely to, confused. To literally, to literally die confused, to be like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. I really don't know what I did. Like, that's just, that's the worst. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's like he didn't even understand why Ben was killing him. I <laughs> like like he, he couldn't even have gone out thinking, "Wow, Ben is killing me. I must be very important. Yeah. I must be so threatening to him. Whatever I know mm-hmm. is so threatening." This guy, like, I, even if he could get some sort of satisfaction out of, out right. of that little little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, or to even be insightful enough to know why Ben's really killing him, but it it's like mm-hmm. he bought Ben's talk down speech completely. He thought, I mean can, I mean, that's gotta be the best that's probably the best murder in history, right? Yeah. Like to stop someone <laughs> from killing themselves and talking them down to, and yeah. to for you to kill them yourself. <laughs> I mean, Jack the Ripper is like, you know, brava, brava. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. That's very well done. I know. You know? <laughs> it definitely makes Ben a more impressive character, but like, it <laughs> makes Locke look even worse. Oh, of course. And that was the that was the worst part of Locke's death was that not you know not only is he dying but he's gonna kill himself and not only is yeah. he about to kill himself but Ben talked him out of it. Yeah, not he couldn't he even he couldn't even it. get the dignity of killing himself. He could, yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> the subtle dignity of suicide, right? Yeah, I mean, like he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't even get that out. He just had to be like brutally murdered, and then you know become become. And, that he, and that's the thing. A lot of times, people you know know why they're getting killed, and he didn't even know why. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't have to tell us that. You know, they have to. You know, they put in that yeah. scene to tell us what his final thoughts are. I'm telling and, you, it's. Go ahead. And in a way, I appreciate it. Like I like the fact that they even referred to him afterwards. But yeah, right. You know, and it's and it, it is kind of character development to learn what he was thinking in that scene. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like it's it's degrading him even more than they already have. I mean, honestly, it's Lost is you could almost describe Lost as a show that hates John Locke. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, he's, he's he's the you know he's the Tara Thornton of the show. Yeah, you know, he he's the you know Tara on True Blood. I mean, I mean he's the one who gets dumped on pretty much the entire show. Yeah, and he never really come rises above the crap and yeah. uh, and gets gets killed in it. So. Yeah, there's no like ultimate resolution where it's like all that suffering and all that misery. You know, now I at least have some something to to you know to pay it off or to to feel mm-hmm. like it was worth it. Yeah, you know? I mean, they couldn't even have connected. They couldn't even have said like, okay, well, it's good that Locke turned the the wheel because that put him in Tunisia, and then Widmore right. found them, and Widmore ended up bringing you know uh, bringing Desmond because of that, mm-hmm. and that saved everybody. I mean, they couldn't even really make that connection. No, because you know it's really Jacobs. You know, exactly. Yeah, Jacob's well, the one who's responsible. Of course. So I mean, it's like all of these turn, all of these, you know, plot points where they could have made Locke's, you know, uh, cumulative actions really matter. Yeah. E- even in these little instances, like really sort of be crucial. Like they never took the opportunity to, to to do that. Yeah. 
You know, no, it was never like, man, it's a good thing Locke got his kidney taken out because that saved his life at some point, like you know, or it's a good, you know, it's a good thing that you know anything. Like they never really validated his choices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, funny you mentioned that. They actually did do that um, when Ben shoots him in the pit. That's how they explain oh, right. that he survived. That's right. That's right. So they they, they all right. They did that one. They got that far. Um, but again, like all it comes down to is saving his own life. Like it's not yeah. a larger thing that happens. Yeah, I mean, to to make that really work, he he it would need to be you know fortuitous that it saves his life so he can go on and do something else that's crucial exactly and and that second part didn't happen well it only saves his life temporarily it's like yeah ben didn't murder you that time but he's gonna get you next time buddy (laughs) he really will yeah and it's i don't know that i feel like that takes away from some of the uh impact of that idea that they wanted to get across uh yeah. Uh, I yeah, I would have liked that. I would have liked all that. You know, even his dad appearing, uh, coming on the island. I I would have liked that to, you know, matter more somehow. But. Yeah, he never he never got he never really got to put that to rest. Like he had to make Sawyer do it. I know it's so it's it, that's so his pattern. I mean, he never mm-hmm. resolves anything. It's like I can't deal with my own problems. You know, he he next, has to. I mean, put him on Sawyer. Man in black. Man in Black was totally right about it. I mean, Man in Black was that was the smartest thing Man in Black ever did was to was to use Locke as his tool, you know. Yeah. And and it's just you know we've said this a million times, but it's just weird to have a show where your character, you know, one of your main characters is just not is just literally not capable of character growth. Right. Like we're not going to show him, you know, resolving his problems. Right. <laughs> and most shows are about characters resolving <laughs> their problems. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, or and, at, yeah. at the very least, resolving some problems and getting new problems, you know, even if right. they are never perfect, you know, they're never perfect, but... Yeah, but at least, like, the you know, some of the gross. core issues that matter to them eventually lead to some kind of resolution, and that, yeah. you know, that just didn't happen. And I, I feel like they also sent us mixed signals about him. Like, I feel like they led us to believe that he would actually, you know... Um, overcome those things, and he would actually be a, a heroic uh, character in yeah. the long run. Yeah. You know, I think they, you know, at least once they were getting to the point where they were planning out the whole Man in Black thing, I think they wanted us to think that because it, it sells the, you know, con even more because we think, yeah. oh, he's so important, the island brought him back to life. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's amazing. Now, finally, now he will get, you know, he will find that thing he's been looking for there because the island has chosen him for real now you know and it's like no not at all wrong 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 he's so so dead and the island could care less yeah i mean you know that that great little scene where jack is fighting you know Locke as man in black as Locke on the cliff uh Mm -hmm. in the finale you know where he's like this is where john Locke." i mean that's so great and so powerful and it falls on deaf ears because lock <laughs> no, lock never knew right that jack finally believed in him after yeah. all that time like he finally was convinced and and it's just you know it's just a missed opportunity like many yeah totally totally and they, i mean they do have a lot of scenes together in the afterlife but like it's mm-hmm. during the time when they both had no the, idea the, 
the problem, the main problem with the afterlife in terms of reconciling the stuff we're talking about is they're all over it. They're right. done. It's the afterlife. The whole point is if we're, it's like if it's like a catch twenty two. If you're if you're able to consciously bring it up, which is to say you remember your past life. By virtue of that, you're over your past life. You know, yeah. cause you can't you can't wake up out of that purgatory until you, you know, until you realize you're over whatever problem you're still like trying to work out. So right. It's just a weird thing where they can't. They can't have that bar scene that we all want where all the losties sit around and talk to each other. You did what while we were doing what? You know, like, you know, yeah. I was trying to save Boone. You were delivering, you know, a baby. And while, you yeah. know, all, all these, like, random things where they could just, like, hang out and talk and, and dish, you know, about their island adventures. It just is never going to happen the way that they you know, portray the show. Right, right. By the time they have time to have a scene like that, no mm-hmm. one cares anymore. No one cares. <laughs> By the time that there's all the time in the world, literally, because <laughs> there is no time. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Like, time enough to last. <laughs> it's like it's like the Twilight Zone episode, but time enough at last, but he doesn't care to read anymore. Right. He's like, ah, oh, all the time to read. Eh, I'm okay. I don't yeah, really feel I, like it anymore. I'm, I've moved on from books. I, I've moved on. I have no need for literature anymore. Exactly. Why was I into this in the first place? Who knows? <laughs> that would be a really bad episode. Rod Sterling is like, yeah, I would have made different choices on Lost. <laughs> Of course, of course he would have. Yeah, it's, uh, man. <sighs> All right, well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, Born to one. Run, I believe it is. No, I think it's... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, The Greater the Good. The Greater Good. Yeah, 121, The Greater Good, Saeed-centric. Yes, yes, one more Saeed-centric episode. One more. Um, yeah, season. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, good uh, good episode, Do No Harm. Looking forward to uh, another uh, a classic Saeed episode next, so that should be fun. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and again, it's, you know, it's all flowing pretty well. Like, we have a whole episode about the journey to the plane ending with Boone's injury. Then we have a whole episode about dealing with Boone's injury and and then leading to Boone's death. And then we have a whole episode that is focused on what happens after Boone dies. Yeah. So that's, I that's I, a pretty good storytelling there. Yeah, I think one of the things that has really stood out about season one, particularly, not that they totally failed to do this later, but it it, it definitely ties together very nicely the way. Um, you know, large plot points like flow into each other um, in a in a way that actually feels natural, not like a ton of retconning. Yeah, yeah. you know, I I feel like they're at that stage in the show where they have a lot of freedom, right? They haven't established a lot of stuff. They, so they have, can yeah, use... exactly. That's that's the. I mean, that's why you have to get the retcons is when you've already established something you want to change. So yeah, they're yeah. in that free period where. They're uh, they're creating more than they're having to uh, tie back to pre-established uh, events. Exactly, and so in a way, it makes for a more satisfying show. I, you know, I I wish the show could have you know maintained that feeling, but I I think it's literally impossible. I mean, once you yeah, have yeah. years and years of work to depend on. Well, and that's the whole point of 
you know, a serialized show is to build on what you've already yeah. established. So it's it's by design, but of course you run into the problems of having to, uh, you know, of having that sort of organic evolving story that uh, right that that in hindsight you wish you could have changed things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I yeah I. I mean, there's a lot of things I want, but among the plethora of things I want, I, I'd like to know what, um, you know, what uh, Damon and Carlton would want season one to be based on where they ended up. You know, if they if mm-hmm. they had it to do over again, like, wh- what would they take yeah. out? What would they change, et cetera? Yeah. You know, I think an episode like this is pretty much fine. I feel like the main things they need to change are that, the things that are actually significant to the larger plot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wonder what they would change in this. I I feel like season one isn't that bad compared to where they end up. It's the it's the middle seasons that really <laughs> uh, have the problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because this is all this is all basically set up. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if there'd be better Christian oriented stuff, or maybe more right. Christian as you know, Man in Black is Christian stuff in season one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and I feel like some of the smoke monster stuff should be yeah. a little different. But you know, they can't they can't really throw in too much of that, right? I mean, because they that I mean, those are so. I mean, if 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 Christian was around more in season one, I mean, that's just so much time taken away from Jack doing other stuff. That's true. That he's really worried about that. And same with the smoke, like dealing with that huge issue more would have been tough when, you know, you've got a baby to deliver and, right. you know, you've got a, you've got a raft to build and, you know, so they, they, you know, they do a good job about ramping up the drama, you know, up until the, up until Exodus basically. Yeah. Um, you know, which is, which is pretty good, but. It is. It is. You're right. It's just, um, I guess, yeah. I mean, probably they don't need to change it as much as uh, other yeah. seasons. I'm sure but... there's been. Yeah, I'm sure they they'd want to tweak something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is hard to watch something like the raft getting built, knowing what a complete disaster it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally, that's gonna lead to. Among other things, uh, Michael's complete uh, downfall. Yeah, no, that's this the, building that raft is the worst decision Michael ever made. Yeah, I mean, and it sucks because cause there's to... no reason for him to think that. No, no, he has you no know? idea. It's not like everyone's no like, oh, once you build that raft, it's gonna ruin your life, you know? Well, like you... I mean, who? How would you know that? You know, the one thing you're trying to do, which is to get your son off the island, is the one thing that's going to, like, cause him to be kidnapped in the short run. Right. You know, now in the long run, he does broker a deal and he gets him he gets him to safety. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's just it's just ironic that that's, that puts him, the raft pushed wall, in more danger. Right. And it's and it's at the price of murdering uh, innocent people. And, and yeah. his guilt about that carries over to after he's dead. Like Yeah, he never gets over the guilt. Of, yeah. <laughs> he still can't get over it. It's, it's, and really, isn't this all like uh, what's her, his wife's fault or his Walt's mom's fault? Like, ultimately, you know, I suppose it because is. Because all of that guilt over killing the people, like all that stems from him not being around for Walt. Yeah. You know, him, you know, and all that stuff. So. It's very true. It's uh, it's really kind of Susan's fault. I I have to agree ultimately, but you know, Michael. Like, I'm an independent. 
I'm an independent woman, and I'm a lawyer, and I'm work traveling around the world, and you're too much of a like artist for me, and I, you know, like I just wanted your DNA, like, you know. Now I'm gonna leave you and condemn you to purgatory. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I hope that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, don't defriend me on Facebook, but <laughs> I'm going to condemn you to a life of hell. <laughs> yeah, being a whisperer don't. sucks, man. That's not yeah. a job I'd want. Whispering all the time. Yeah. Having to show up on demand, like you're always on call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime right. anything's happening. Anytime anything's happening in the woods, you got to go up and whisper. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's good benefits, though. <laughs> I doubt it, but maybe. Well, I... you don't think there's a you don't think there's a very strong, robust whisper <laughs> union that fights for the causes of the whisperer. <laughs> I doubt it, man. I I feel like that's probably a uh, completely deregulated industry. Oh no! Yeah. We need to protect the rights of the whispers, man. They're they're an underserved class of workers on the island. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be a lot for that if we didn't get a little politics in there. <laughs> what politics? We just barely made it. God damn. All right. Thanks and namaste. All right. Namaste and good luck.